choose to rhyme. Rhyming chose me, so I hit the track running like a nosebleed. Life ain't great now, but it's much improved. Yo, album dropping this summer, that sucks for you. Cause this is Bubba's moment, I put my mother on it. I said my mama, it seems as if I love her, don't it? So buckle up, cause it's gonna get bumpy. I call my girlfriend's Bettis, and my shit's grumpus. That Bubba talk, got you open wide. I giggle outside the booth, but ain't no joke inside. This is complicated, at least to y'all it is. Just let me sell 50 million, then I'll call it quit. But until that day, y'all in deep doo-doo I never once saw you crank it cause I just sleep through you What you need to do is just admit you love me The South has always been dirty, but now it's getting nothing Alright y'all, what is going on? This is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts today. We're just going to keep it short and simple. Uh, we are going to go through round one of the playoffs. At least we're going to keep it easy this morning. Uh, last night I was up pretty late finishing, well, putting the finishing touches on my newest edition on YouTube, The Worst Republican Cities Part 2. So take a look at that if you like uh i will be leaving a, a link in the description for this episode so um so take the take a look at that if you don't if you haven't yet please do uh but let's get into it i'm also going to be going over what i got planned for the course of the week um as far as the podcast is concerned oh and the youtube as well so let's just go ahead and get into it without further ado of course uh round one is in the books we got uh well at least the game ones are in the books uh we're gonna have the game twos coming on tonight i wanted to go over the game ones of course kind of briefly preview a game game two you know maybe one or two of them but uh let's go ahead and get on into it uh starting with saturday's action with the heat uh taking an l here in game one to the bucks 107 to 109 in overtime in that game the heat were led by goran dragic he would have 25 points and two rebounds bam out of bio will put up 24 as well as two assists and two rebounds gene butler will put up 17 points as well with eight assists and also 10 rebounds for the bucks that were led by giannis of course 26 points actually leading both teams in terms of scoring actually chris middleton did that but uh giannis would also have five assists and 18 rebounds so he would uh giannis would have a double double chris middleton not only would he get the game winner of course like i said the leading scorer between both teams with 27 points six assists he would also have six rebounds drew holiday would also put up 20 uh, also three assists and also 11 rebounds uh the bucks are currently leading the series one zip of course game two is tonight a couple takeaways from this game uh the bucks would shoot 16 percent from three five of 31 uh, also, 62% from the free throw line, so not necessarily that great. They did shoot better than Miami from the field uh, in general because Miami would shoot just 36%. Uh, the Bucks would also score 56 points in the paint compared to Miami's 24. So, uh, of course, Giannis, a lot of that, you know, getting it done in the, in the paint, that's what he does. Uh, he was a factor in there. Uh, I think you had uh, Brooke Lopez getting a couple shots off as well. Uh, they were just missing threes though it was just a really bad game for them in that department uh but they were able to right the ship and they got it done in overtime um just taking advantage of a few things but this series is going to be pretty close i mean if game one told you anything they already going to overtime uh this is probably going to be a seven game series this these both these teams you know they know each other they played each other in previous you know series uh in the years past so um 
look for this one to go pretty deep. We're going to go move on to the Western Conference. We got the Mavericks taking out the Clippers, stunning everybody in game one. 113-103 was the final score. Of course, the Mavericks take the 1-0 lead. For the Mavericks, they were led by Luka Doncic. He would have 31 points, 11 assists, and also 10 rebounds, triple-double. What can you say about this man? What can he not do? Tim Hardaway also would have 21 points and 4 rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr., excuse me. And Dorian Finney-Smith would have 18 points, 2 assists, and 5 rebounds. Two other players were scoring in double digits for the Mavericks. It was on and popping for them. For the Clippers, of course, Kawhi would show up. 26 points, 5 assists, and 10 rebounds. And PG, for what it's worth, he showed up as well. 23 points, 5 assists, and 6 rebounds. Um, takeaways from this game, 50% shooting uh, from the field and 47% shooting from 3 for the Mavericks. So, again, shooting the lights out. The Clippers would have 7 blocks, 7 steals, and would force 12 turnovers. So, they would get defensively active. They're going to have to carry that momentum into game 2. Uh, that's one of the few things that they did right outside of really nobody else showing up outside of Kawhi and PG. Um for what it's worth, I think we give a lot of hell to PG for whatever reason. And I know people are starting to look at Kawhi in a crazy way. But for what it's worth, nobody else stepped up on the squad. And that's a little bit disappointing. Um, you know, some of those trades and some of those offseason, you know, departures obviously seem to have hurt this team in this playoff run. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, 26 points, 23 points. Um Kawhi gets a double-double, you know, what can you really say? I mean, uh, for the Mavericks, they just really play like a completely better team because I think they have, are more, more cohesive. Uh, you got Luka getting his 31. He had a triple-double uh, with 11 assists, so he's distributing the ball pretty well. Tim Hardaway has some great plays uh, attacking the rim. Uh, like I said, um, he also made some plays from outside. Dorian Finney-Smith, same thing. Uh, the same thing with the other players scoring double digits. And it was so goofy because you got the Clippers over here. You know you know how they do. They like to act out. You got the other Mark, what is it, Marcus Morris, Mark, I can't remember. You know they twins and all that, but it, whatever. You know, they, you know him, I think it was him. Paul George and um, Kawhi, they do some three three is the hallway type of team up on Maxi Cleaver when they knocked him down, looking trying to look all hard and shit. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Just play basketball, yo. Like nobody is nobody cared about nobody cares about all that. We roast y'all because y'all lose. We roast y'all because you lose these type of games. It's not because of how we think y'all hard or how we perceive you guys. Whatever. Nobody cares about all that. The bottom line is the Mavericks led the entire game. What do y'all have to to say about that like don't nobody give a fuck about all that shit and um you know i just think it's disappointing that they came out flat and you know of course lakers nation is just is just roasting we're gonna get to laker the laker land in a second though uh because <laughs> they got their nerve I, but i was waiting because that's as soon as the clippers took the l all the lakers fans they started to say oh that's why you was ducking us blah 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 i knew that's that's, that's why i said on the show you keep on playing. You do not underestimate your opponent, but that's okay. Y'all don't listen to me. We're going to talk about the Lakers in a little bit. Uh, the Nets get the best of the Celtics in their game one matchup, 104 to 93 is the final score. Jason Tatum would have 22 points, five assists, and three rebounds. Marcus Smart would put up 17 uh, points, also five assists, and three rebounds for the Nets. Of course, uh, Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, they showed up. Um, this is what everybody was expecting, right? 29 points, 6 rebounds. Uh, KD would have 32 points and 12 rebounds. And James Harden 
uh, would have 21 points, 8 assists, and 9 rebounds. A couple takeaways from this, uh, only one player outside of the big three, of course, for Brooklyn, would have 10 or more points. That would be Joe Harris with exactly 10. I, You can say what you want. Uh, those three players combined for 81 points. If the Celtics can muster can muster at least five players, which I know that they can, I don't know if they can do it for all five games or a whole seven game series, which is possible. I'm just saying, for what it's worth, three three All Stars and you only win by 11 points. This should have been a bigger blowout to me. I. I, I I think the Celtics have a chance that they can show up. If, they, if their other pieces can show up, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Again, I keep trying to tell y'all. Outside of the big three players, I don't trust who else that they got, and I don't think that they can get you more than maybe a hundred. They can combine for probably a hundred between maybe the, the three of them. I think all three of them combined. I think it was like a 82 points, something like that. So, I think the Celtics. They need to find some offensive options to stay in this because again, I I I don't I don't I'm not trusting I'm not I'm not trusting Blake I'm not trusting Jeff Green I'm not trusting all those complimentary players that the Nets uh, say that they have I I'm not buying it the big three yes uh, any given night if they can show up of course we already know that gives them the deciding factor but this game was a little bit closer than what people wanted it than it should have been in my opinion the Nets were actually uh, sorry the Celtics actually had a lead at one point so I'm not. I'm not buying it, uh, especially again. I mean, the front three for the for the Nets, I buy. You know, I'll buy into it. They're good, but everybody outside of that, I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on their supporting cast, and I won't be until again. They're gonna have to win the chip, and they're gonna have to be a factor in the why that they won the chip for me to really respect them. Sorry, or really to take them serious. I just see them as. Harden, Kyrie, KD, and James, just like uh, Crosby. They're like Crosby, Stills, and Nash of basketball. That's literally all they are, and that's fine. That that for what it's worth in this climate, it might be you know what it takes to get you there this year. But I don't see any type of death for me to really be. I, I'm not scared of this team. I just see them as just two, ooh, three all stars that I've seen choke before. That's kind of how I two of them I've seen choke before. I know for a fact James Harden is a choke. So. Um, and Kevin Durant, I mean, we saw what happened when he was in OKC. That was a choke against Golden State. So you can say what you want. Um, let's move on to the final uh, matchup of Saturday. The Blazers take out the Wizards 123-109. to Of course, they get the game one lead. Uh, for Dame, he scored 34 in this game. Really good, solid triple-double with 13 assists, uh, two rebounds. CJ would have 21 points, three assists, and six rebounds. Carmelo would have 18 points and three assists. Um, now, three other players from Portland will be scoring in double digits. They were outscored uh, Denver 30-25 at the 25 in the third quarter. That was pretty much when they took over the game. Um, a couple takeaways from what I saw from the Nuggets. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he did his thing. Um, that was expected. Uh, Jokic did his thing to some extent. That was expected. So, um, I think what happened is, again, Portland had a really good court third quarter where they really clamped things down. And on the flip side, they just kind of did what they do offensively. Now, does that happen every game? I'm not going to be a hundred percent sure with that. Uh, again, th these teams are very knowledgeable of each other. Uh, this, this game too could very well be a blowout in the other direction in favor of, you know, the nuggets. We don't really know because these teams are that evenly matched. Uh, these these teams know a lot about each other. Of course, they went to seven games last season. 
Um, so, you know, or in seasons past. So this is a very close rivalry. Um, this is a good rivalry that we're seeing. Um, I think one thing, good thing that is going for Portland is that our recent matchups against them uh, have been some some blowout wins. Like the game before, I think we played each other at least a week before, this, well, the last week of the, the regular season. And uh, we took care of them pretty easily then too. So, you know, again, um, what I like to say is a lot of the, I mean, these games, the regular season, I mean, is, imp- is important for the fact that, again, you're basically, this is an elongated playoff series that you're playing against these teams you're playing up to multiple games against these teams so you're figuring out personnel you're figuring out matchups for each ma- you know you know you're you, well you should be you should be figuring out your you know your optimal lineups for each team pretty much so that's what you're you're guessing you would see here so uh portland does have some recent uh you know some recent success against the nuggets they can ride that momentum into the series. I know people are going to say, oh, well, you know, it's different stakes. The stakes are different. Uh, but I think once you get some type of momentum going, especially against a certain team, again, you know you know what you're going to get uh, from Jokic. You know what you're going to get uh, from, you know, because you got 20-plus points from Jokic. You got 20-plus points from Michael Porter. Uh, like I said, uh, X-Factor. Uh, we might have to be Paul Millsap, who was active to some extent. I did forget about Aaron Gordon. Uh, he he made a couple baskets early, and he was a factor. Again, Portland was down in the in the in the early stages of the game, uh, so you know Portland has a lot of offense. They surprised me by keep keeping the clamps on the defense, especially well putting the clamps uh, down in terms of defense, especially in that second half. Uh, because again, that's not something that we're normally known for. So I'm going to give them all the props in the world for that, but we're not out the woods just yet. Uh, I think uh, the, a lot of questions have been answered in terms of who's going to be the one to step up outside of CJ and Dame. And I've given this man a lot of hell since he's been here, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to actually say, you know what? Thank you, Carmelo. And I apologize because you've actually been stepping up for a very long time for us since you've been here, actually, and really been putting in some work. And I've really been uh, not um, always receptive of that, you know, because of what I saw you do in New York and your ego. And so I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to dial back on that actually completely. And um, yeah. Because he's probably one, he's going to be probably one of the biggest factors in the why we, if we are to win this series, uh, how you know he's going to be the factor into that one of those prominent scores. Um, Derek Covington, uh, he showed up to an extent. He did play some solid defense, of course. I think Norm, Norm Powell put up like eleven points. So again, uh, people are going to be scoring buckets. The question is, are they going to be consistent for a seven game series? One person I know that we're going to have there at least through the seven games or however many games that we're going to have is going to be Carmelo. So I can rely upon him, and I'd like to say thank you, Carmelo, and I apologize for not always putting you in the biggest light because actually since you've been in Portland, you've been a completely different person. You've been, I mean, you when you scoffed at coming off the bench, when you scoffed at, you know, not really, you know, being a prominent fixture in Oklahoma City, I took that a certain way. I said, oh, man, you're not serious about this, but you did it in Portland, 
and you've been helping us out so I gotta um, give you some props and, and say thank you and uh, hopefully you can lead us uh, past this will help lead us past this team uh, let's go on to Sunday uh, we got the Sixers taking on the Wizards uh, first game of course 125-118 final score in favor of the Sixers uh, this one was pretty cut, cut and dry um, Bradley Beal will put up 33 points for the uh, for the Wizards, excuse me, six assists and also 10 rebounds. Russell Westbrook will do his thing, double double from him, no triple doubles just yet. 16 uh, 16 points, 14 assists and five rebounds. Uh, power forward David Bertans will put up 14 points and five assists. Rui Achimura, Alex Lynn and also Daniel Gaffer will put up 12 points each. Uh, the story of the game was for the Sixers, of course. Tobias Harris putting up 37 points, two assists and six rebounds. Joel Embiid 30 points, uh, three assists and also six rebounds. You got 15 points out of Seth Curry, and also four rebounds. And then Danny Green and George Hill will both have 11 points. Of course, the Sixers lead the series one zip. Couple takeaways from this game: uh, Washington will actually shoot better from the field, 55 55% from the field from the field compared to. Um, the Sixers, 49%. They also will shoot 40% from three. It's crazy. They also will score 72 points in the paint. What else can they do? The Sixers, well, they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, guard Tobias Harris. Yeah, that's what they couldn't do. The Sixers will control the third quarter. Uh, they will force five blocks, 10 steals, and 15 turnovers overall in the game. They would also go 20 of 33 for the line. So that was one of their bigger, that was one of the, their big, uh, assets was that they were able to convert. Well, they had 33 shot, 33 opportunities at the line. They did, you know, just drop. You know, they dropped 23 of those. So that was their biggest factor. Um, again, I don't really see where this, the Wizards have too much of a shot. You might get five games out of the series. Uh, but I got the Sixers. I got the Sixers closing out this one. It's 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 going to be relatively easy. You're going to see stuff like this pretty much in this series. That's just my opinion. Um, let's move on. Of course, ah. Yeah, yeah, that match. If I wanted to talk about the Suns, take out the Lakers, ninety to ninety. First things first, Laker fans, are y'all okay? Second question is, how many more excuses do y'all got? I notice a lot of y'all are also quiet. It's funny because, like I said, as soon as, as soon as the Clippers took that L, this is what I heard: flipper pack, flipper this, flipper that, blah 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 blah, flipper this, this that and the other. Y'all suck for saying this. You stupid. You idiot, right? Okay. All right. Now, mind you, I'm not a fan of either L.A. team. So I just sit back and I look at this and I'm like, all right. Okay. Sure enough, Sunday comes around and the Lakers take an L. The whole Western front is silent. 99 to 90 is the final score here. Okay. Now. LeBron will put up 18 points, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. Whoa. Okay. AD, 13 points? 13 points? From AD? 2 assists? 7 rebounds? Playoff AD, huh? Y'all just, y'all was just getting ready, right? It was game one, right? It just was a bad off night. What did I, t- what did I tell you? If they come in there off they gonna get blown out what are they gonna lose didn't i say that didn't i say that they come in there they come in there off they come in there not shooting the ball right they gonna lose didn't i say that i did say that 
I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Dennis Schroeder gave him 14 points and three assists. As far as the Suns, Devin Booker, a.k.a. See, see, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So, the Clippers, they lost to Chip Skylark, a.k.a. Luka Doncic. Well, you know, the Suns, right? The Suns got beat by Devin Booker, a.k.a. He's a smart guy. Do-do-do-do-do. Taj Mowry looking ass. That's who y'all got beat by. I don't want to hear it. And you got beat by one-armed man. You need to quit. Y'all need to stop. You need to quit it. Y'all got beat. Oh, my God. How how you, how you get dude, beat by a dude with a shoulder contusion? Chris Paul, man. DeAndre Ayton. He didn't necessarily, I mean, he put up 21 points, 16 rebounds. So he cooked, he pretty much cooked AD. He cooked AD overall. Like, he had more points, of course. It wasn't like he was just, you know, killing it on the, he didn't just kill it with like 30 points. I'm not saying that. But with the 16 rebounds and keeping AD to just 13 points and seven rebounds, he out-rebounded them. And I know they matching up against each other. Stop it. We They matched up against each other. Come on now. Of course, big man versus big man. Come on. One-on-one. Now, I'm not saying this happens throughout the entire series, but that's a that's a bad precedent, AD. Just saying. You got beat by Big Dexter and Smart Guy. And y'all know. <laughs> y'all, hey, if you've seen, was it? It's, it's either Delirious or um, eh, whatever. Whatever stand-up. It's either the red suit or the purple suit stand-up from Eddie Murphy. Y'all know about that reference. Y'all got beat by smart guy, big Dexter, and a one-armed man. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all need to quit. Y'all need to go home. Y'all need to go home. Y'all, y'all need to quit pretending and quit, you know, fronting with these people. It's not like it was last year. It's not a bubble. You didn't get a break to just rest for two, three months. LeBron had to take his own bubble anyway. He said, fuck it. I'm going to take my own COVID break anyway. I'm going to talk about my ankle or whatever happened to him. <laughs> so, wait, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight, right? <laughs> so, the Lakers, the Lakers, so, no, the Clippers, the Clippers, they avoid, they avoid the Lakers just to potentially, what, to potentially lose to the Mavericks, and the Lakers, let's say, let's say, let's say what we want. We y'all say what y'all want. I think y'all tried to avoid the Clippers, and so y'all avoid the Clippers to ultimately, possibly lose to the the Suns. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Suns had a, had an advantage on the boards, forty-seven to thirty-three, sixteen offensive rebounds. They would have twenty-four team assists. They would outscore the Lakers fifty-two to. 44 in the paint, mostly because of, you know, AD not, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's on his mind. Maybe he mad because, is he in Space Jam too? Does he have a role in it? He might be mad because of that. I don't know. He might be thinking about where he might want to play next season. (laughs) You got 31 points combined from AD and LeBron. What the fuck is this? 14, 14 rebounds. 12 assists, they would go 11 or 29 with, from the field. What the fuck is this? 
is this? And y'all was talking shit. We the greatest seven seed ever. No, y'all played completely like a seven seed. That's how a seven seed would play against a two seed. That's what we were expecting. From that's what you would expect. This type of this type of game is what you would expect from a two and a seven seed. Y'all played okay. Y'all had a shot here and there. But for the most part, when it came down to it, you didn't have what it takes to get the W. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. That y'all got to hear. Ooh, this was the first game. LeBron always come out slow. I told you what was going to happen. Every time y'all come out slow, these teams going to cook you. And I'm telling you, it's going to get worse and worse when you get deeper into the playoff. Act like Dame. Dame and CJ ain't going to drop 60 on y'all in a half. If y'all come out like that, you better stop playing. Put 70 on y'all. Just because y'all just want to sit there and play. Oh, we just we going to win because we got LeBron. Fuck, you better stop playing. That's why I told you, I'm going with the field. They not that raw this year. Y'all need to stop overhyping it. LeBron is a good player. He's my favorite player next to Damian Lillard. It's pretty much 1A, 1B. But look, this time around, this Western Conference is nothing to fuck with. And these motherfuckers have played 70 all games of this year. So they ready to go. They know how y'all play. And they know that AD soft. So what y'all going to do? What is y'all? What is y'all? What is y'all? What is y'all get back playing? Y'all need to let us know soon because that was ugly. Both LA teams need to take L's, reassess where they, you know, and, and see, and I know what the media is going to say. I know what a lot of people going to say. The Lakers beat themselves. You didn't, no, 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 no. There's no such, you need to get out of that mindset. That's elitism mindset. See, it's easy to say that. Now, I get it. If you've won a champ, so many championships, if you won one recently, it's easy to say, oh, well, we should. I get it. But at the same time, when you took an L, you took an L. DeAndre Ayton shut down AD and LeBron had no answers outside of that and nobody else stood up for the Lakers again like I said y'all got cooked because y'all came out flat again keep doing that you gonna get beat every time don't matter who you play y'all keep thinking y'all could just rely on AD and rely on y'all star power and that's gonna be the only thing that's gonna get y'all over the hump no it ain't gonna happen Moving on to the Eastern Conference, the Hawks get the next. The Hawks get the net, the best of the Knicks. I'm a little bit disappointed in this game one. I mean, it went down to the wire, of course, but I just was going for the Knicks. So, 107 to 105. I know that's crazy. I have never gone for the Knicks in a very long time, but I was just, I just like this team. I like Julius Randle. Uh, 27 points from Alec Burks coming off the bench, four assists and three rebounds, of course, for the Knicks. Julius rebound. <laughs> Julius rebound. I'm tripping. Julius Randle, 15 points, 4 assists, and 12 rebounds. D. Rowe, 17 points, 5 assists. He'd also get 5 rebounds for the Hawks. Trey Young would be the leading scorer between both teams. 32 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. Bogdan Bogdanovich, 18 points, 2 assists, and 8 rebounds. And then Lou Williams, Lou, <laughs> strip club Lou, 13 points, 2 assists coming off the bench. Yeah. That's what you got. And then the Hawks lead the series, of course, one zip. Um, that one was pretty close. I think this this series is going to be um, really close to two evenly matched teams again that know a lot about each other from playing in the same conference. Uh, moving on, we got the Grizzlies getting another upset here. Uh, 112 to 109 in game one. Dylan Brooks will lead the way. Actually, lead both teams with 31 points, two assists, and seven rebounds. John ja Moran, of course, uh, active with 26 points, four assists, and four rebounds. And Jonas Valanciunas will get 15 points, two assists, and two, sorry, two assists and 12 rebounds 
For the Jazz, Bojan Bogdanovic will be the team's leading scorer with 29 points, 5 rebounds. Mike Conley Jr. will have 21 points, 11 assists, and 6 rebounds. And of course, uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, NBA 6-man candidate, uh, 6-man of the year candidate, uh, 14 points, 2 assists, and 3 rebounds for him. Uh, for the Grizzlies, uh, they pretty much... Uh, you know, they had a defensive uh, showcase. That's what they do. 12 steals from them. They also forced 12 turnovers. Uh, they would also score 62 points in the paint. So grit and grind, uh, that's pretty much who they are. We know this for, for a while now. Um, not surprising, but it's still, it was surprising that they can still do it and find some success with it. We'll have to see what happens with the Jazz. I don't know how long Jonathan Mitchell was supposed to be out. I didn't know he was going to be out. That was news to me. I got to look into that. But uh, very interesting to say the least. Was not expecting that, of course. We got all the game twos tonight. I should be able to come back with that tomorrow morning, hopefully. Um, if not, then Wednesday night, and then we'll recap whatever games that came on that. Uh, or would that be Tuesday night? Yeah, we'll just come back. If not tomorrow morning, then you know tomorrow night we'll recap all the games that came on tomorrow night. Whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. And as far as the rest of this week goes in terms of the podcast, I do want to get back into the MLB, give you guys an update there. Of course, news, scores, standings. We're going to go through all that. Um, we're getting closer to the point in the NFL where you can make some trades, I believe. we got to look. I got to look into that. So, yeah, whatever happens and transpires, of course, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, pretty snow. It's too early for college football, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep that in the, keep that uh keep that on the back burner to the summer. But in terms of the pod, I mean in current terms of the YouTube channel, of course, like I said, I'll be leaving a link at some point uh, within my description um, to my newest episode on uh, episode about the ten worst Republican cities. Uh, I'm also working on another review. Uh, this time I'll be reviewing the room course the infamous movie from back in the day with Tommy Wuzo. um yeah I got a few things going on I got the worst Republican states I gotta be working on pretty soon of course I promised y'all for it Mayweather video so yeah it's going it's I'll be busy that's that's the thing so I'll be back as soon as I can if anybody hasn't told you yet I love you peace out one love and I will holler at you guys later